Ready, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition. That's a long Second intro. edition of the Little Pond Podcast with me, um, one of three co-hosts, Jack Freeman. I'm joined by Chris Hogan and Ben Hardy. How are you guys doing? doing I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, I'm chilling. Excellent, excellent. All right. And we're uh, in person today for the first time. Yes, the first and only time because Chris hates us. Hey. Um, an hour and a half drive I'm is, sorry. Just, is just too much to ask, I, yeah. I suppose. Um, so we're going sure. to get we're gonna get right into it, and we're going to talk. I know we said we would never talk about this, but we kind of have to. We're going to talk some baseball. Um, since we last met, the the Red Sox have won two in a row. Um, in game two, despite a 5-2 inning from Chris Sale, they brought it back 1-14-6. Um, last game was electric, went to the 14th inning, 13th inning, I believe. And then um, Christian Vasquez became the eighth catcher in MLB history to hit a walk-off home run in the postseason. I, that was awesome. I love how <laughs> the announcer, too, right before he hit it, they go, there's only seven catchers that have ever hit a walk-off in the postseason. And then he's like, and there's the eighth, folks. He's like, did I just hear number eight? Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you keep going. I want, I, want to, I want to talk about the ground rule double call a little. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, the, the Red Sox over the past few games have looked really good. I just hope that they keep it up. Because I know that everybody is doubting them. Everyone thinks that they were the weakest going into the playoffs. But... They don't look it right now. And even with JD coming off the stupid injury, I mean, he looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, h- how are you going to step on second base throwing? Yeah. Roy Ranko, that, that's... He deserves all the slander for that. Yeah, that's that's just dumb. But he played. He was a big part of why um, they're in it right now. And I guess what you said about the Red Sox, everyone doubting the Red Sox, um, can lead me into my next topic really quick. Um... Elite, so to say, pitchers in the MLB are vastly overrated. I don't think you even need one of the highest paid best pitchers in the league to win the World Series. I mean, the Red Sox' best pitcher, so to say, is Chris Sale, and his ERA in the in the postseason is seven. Yeah. He has a seven ERA. I mean, and it's... Granted, I will give you that he had... A great postseason in 2018 when they won, but other than that, you look at across the league, Kershaw chokes, obviously. He got um, his one last year, but other than that, yes. Yeah. But that team was just stacked. But, <clears throat> I mean, the question is, would you rather have, I'd rather have five or four decent pitchers in a bullpen in a starting, ro- I mean, a starting rotation than one powerhouse that can win me every five games he every other five games he can play like and then once the postseason hits he's just useless he's yeah just, like it, even in like the one game like in the one game series we had to use Evaldi because he's our best pitcher and then what if like uh, thank god we have some other like uh, Rodriguez and Sale that can at least be serviceable and, and the Yankees would I rather have Garrett Cole at 350 mil or our yeah. pitching staff our, yeah. our pitching staff easily oh my god and um Pavette last night? What's his name? He's electric. Nick, He's Nick nasty. Nick Pavetta. I've never seen I've never seen a pitcher after every inning 
Yes. Like, you get the the stare sometimes. He was hyped. Like, I wanted to go... I wanted to jump through the screen and hug that dude in the dugout every single time. Like, he was hype. He, like, he put it all on the line. He is... Uh, obviously, Vasquez hit the home run, but he was the biggest reason why we won. Yeah, you got to give him that game. Like, he, he bailed us out of that game. And, I mean, <clears throat> even when in, in the inning where he... I mean, we pro... Like, the ground rule double was... I mean, if I'm a Rays fan, I think I'm a little mad about it. Not because it was the wrong call, because it was the right call. Again, I'm a little biased because I think it's the right call because it's the Red Sox. But it's in the rules. I mean, that's a rule. That's a rule. It might be a, you can say it's a stupid rule, but it's the rules. So I mean, you gotta you gotta go along. You can't say that they were screwed out of the game. That's a part of the rules. Yeah, it might be kind of a dumb rule. It hit him and he went out. I mean, would if would the guy the guy that was going home, he was already. He was already almost home by the time it bounced. I mean, I get that. So he would have been home. They would have scored a run. But, like, yeah, the that's rule, the rule. The rule states from the pitch, though. Yeah, so that's the rule. I mean, there's and there's nothing else to say about that. Like, you can't... You can be mad about it, all the rules all you want, but they called the right thing. I hate... Um, I think we touched on this last week, but I never use the refs as an excuse. I mean, blanket statement. Refs in every sport suck. And each team um, has to deal with it. You can say this team's favored, this team's favored. I mean, at the end of the day, they're not. But you had 14 innings to win a baseball game, and you didn't. Yeah. So yeah. if it came down to that, you didn't play good enough to win. That's what I say about football, too. Like, if there's a bad call in the fourth quarter, you should have been winning, I guess. The Red Sox? I do think I do think there's a couple exceptions, though. Like, Rams, um, no, uh, the Saints call where the Saints pass interference call. Like, that was, that in the playoffs, that was bad. Just making sure we're recording. Like, it, what was it, Lattimore, when he pushed, um... Yeah. Who were they facing? What was that whole the thing? Rams. Saints. Yeah, that was awful. Like, that was... I can... I mean, I get you could have won the game until then. That was in... That was a terrible No, call. it wasn't Lattimore. It was the Rams. It was, it was a terrible call, but there was... Pushed, uh, I think Michael Thomas. No, it wasn't Michael Thomas. It wasn't Thomas. It wasn't Michael Thomas, but it was somebody on the Saints. Again, but they could have won the game before then, but that's one of the ones I'm saying. Like, that's like... Well, no, that think. one... They could have won it after it. They played an overtime. Yeah, exactly. And, and no, Drew I get Brees that. Threw, threw a pick in overtime. Yeah. So. It all comes around. Um, it's mid-seventh right now to close the series. Sox are up 5-3. So we we like that. We'll, we'll continue to update that throughout the episode. But And as we're recording, we're watching the Ravens and Colts. Um, Lamar looks really good, too. Uh, with what he's dealing with. They're down, yeah. Colts up 7-3. He still looks really good. Um, yeah, so let's just get right into these games. We'll start on, we'll start on Thursday night, um, because I think, are you good? Yeah, I'm chill. Um, we'll start with Thursday night. I think there was a lot to take away from this game. Um, I think it was a, uh, a pretty good game. Um, we got to see Geno Smith for the first time in a while. That's a guy I hadn't even thought of in, he, in a minute. Um, this good until that pick. This that wasn't his fault. Tyler Lockett fell. It was Tyler Lockett's fault. I no, would also just like to say though. Um, no, he didn't mean to fall. It's still his fault though. This game was a big, and I'm no like advocate for this guy. I'm kind of indifferent towards him. I think he. he I did, anyways. Think he was a little overrated. Um, 
DK Metcalf had a great game against Jalen Ramsey for yeah, the first time in he his did. career. He did. Not just burning him and out-physicaling him. He was running some good routes against him, too. Yeah. And, and getting free, creating separation. Yeah. Obviously, I will take it with a grain of salt because if you play someone ten times... Yeah, they're going to get a game on you. And Ramsey's yeah. gotten them every other time. Yeah, Ramsey's so gotten like, them bad. You can't... I don't want anyone jumping on any narrative that Jalen Ramsey's overrated or DK is going to outplay him every time. Because they're going to play again and we're going to see what happens. I, I mean, I've always known that DK Metcalf is good. Like, I've, I, I'm, I'm not being a Seahawks bias. <clears throat> but, like, DK Metcalf is just so big in his match with his speed. Like, he... Like, it's a freak of nature, the way he is. He's, like, 6'3", and then he and then he's fast. He, like, ran, like, 4'3", 40-yard dash. I mean, yeah, no no one's denying that, but his problem when he went up against Ramsey is that doesn't matter against Jalen Ramsey a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot I, of the time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, um, Jalen Ramsey's a lockdown. The forward. thing the thing I was impressed with was his route running and footwork. In I was just going to say that. Because um, that's the yeah. thing I think he's been lacking since he's entered the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Everyone um, thinks he's just this this fast for his size. Like I think it's easy to say when you look at him, he's like a go up and get a guy, but he literally he showed on Thursday that he's almost a whole package. He might be that guy. Like, he's actually... If, the, he might be the whole out, package. If they figure out how to use him and Lockett in the same game, they'd be... Yeah, he's like yeah. the future past Lockett because Lockett's aging. He's 29 right now. He Doesn't... Was, he's not showing any signs of aging, though. Yeah, he, I, he, I, I get, still I get it, still but, like, <laughs> have we seen the first couple of weeks when Lockett was, like, killing it for the Seahawks? Like, now DK Metcalf is the guy. I mean... Tyler Lockett was the number one option and was getting the most targets, more than DK Metcalf. Now that Tyler Lockett has slowed down a bit, DK Metcalf is starting to be the guy. Well, that's kind of just how the Seahawks offense has gone throughout the past few years. It feels like they never have a good game on the same night. It feels like yeah. one of them is always... That's always I don't know. the thing. That's always um, the thing. I, I swear, next week when Lockett... Goes off for 175 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Everyone's gonna go back oh, to yeah, the. the he's gonna go back. They're gonna, everyone's will go back to the same, like they'll go back to the same narrative that Lockett's the number one or this is this guy's the number one. But no. also, if I'm looking at, I think Lockett. People just hate old receivers. I've realized in fantasy uh, for sure, like guys like Adam Thielen or guys like Lockett who are being overshadowed by the younger, flashier guy. Yeah. They still get it done. Lockett also. I don't know if anyone, <clears throat> except for you can take a couple people like Hopkins, that sort of thing out. No one makes like, oh, like holy shit, plays like Tyler Lockett does. Some of those, some of the plays that he has are like, yeah, like it just reminds me that I'm like, this dude is not, not just that the good. plays the games. I mean, three touchdowns against the Cardinals last season, mm-hmm. that was insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he makes. I mean. To say that he makes incredible plays would be an understatement. The mm. the plays he's able to make, not just like on the sideline, but like in the end zone. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's so hard. People don't realize to make the catches he makes in mm. the end zone. And his size. Yeah, he he has no business being a red zone target. At his he's size. insane. Yeah, he's he's a deep threat. And an, another thing I was gonna say was. The Seahawks looked better when Geno Smith is on the field. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not trying to say Geno Smith is better than Russell Wilson or anything. But <laughs> if you're saying that, I then think, we have real problems. I think that this might prove 
that like there's some teams where I'm like wow this team would be bad if the backup came in like if the Ravens backup came in the Ra- the Ravens RG3. are awful if the Cardinals backup comes in the Ravens I mean the Cardinals are awful because I think Kyler runs that whole offense I think Lamar runs that whole offense unless it's Josh Rosen yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, <clears throat> the Steelers backup I don't Randall. know if the Seahawks. I don't think Russell Wilson's the whole offense. Like I think it's because the Seahawks have like so many more weapons than all those teams you just named. So I, I would say the like, opposite. I would say that all these other teams have more offense options they, than them. They at least have like an okay middle of the road O line and a good coach. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to push like a recency bias Russell Wilson thing. I'm just saying it was a little weird. Like DK, DK it came was in a little in, weird. In DK, but I don't know. It, it, it felt I think it was like just the matchup. It felt like Russ was gonna start cooking, picking it up, like he, because yeah. he looked really good to start the game. Yeah, sure. All right, um, let's move on. I mean, yeah, Robert. Well, we didn't talk about the Rams. I guess Bobby we just trees. The Rams looked good. They did what they should have against a yeah a Russell Wilsonless Seahawks team. Robert Woods finally had a good game. You guys think that's a fluke, or do you think they're really making it a point to get him working in the offense? I'm gonna say. So if I didn't hear everything Sean McVay had to say about Robert Woods, I'm g- I would g- go fluke. But Sean McVay has come out multiple times before and after the game saying he's trying to get uh, Bobby Trees in the um, like to get more involved because obviously last year Robert Woods targets were had a gross target share, and now this year it to- obviously has totally gone down the drain, but. I think I think this the first four games were a fluke. I think I think now he's arrived. I don't think he's gonna be like I still Cooper think... Cup level. I think Cooper Cup's better. Yeah, I think yeah, Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup is... Cooper Cup is clearly the number one option. I don't even think they have to have a number one option. Besides, I just think Cooper Cup. They, is better. They don't I have think to, I Cooper think they're Cup better. Is I th- the number one option. If you name a number one option on the Rams offense, it's Cooper Cup. No question. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely. like I'm but not saying I, but I don't think they need to like actually I think the that. I think the Rams are worse off if they obviously if they don't involve Robert Woods, like if this is a fluke, then the Rams they don't really have aspirations for anything cuz it's yeah. it's like you can't like Cooper Cup is good, but he's not Devontae Adams. He's not no. Andre Hopkins. No, he's but not, like it's situational. He's, he's not. A, he's not a guy where you can have him as like your one main receiver. Like having, yeah. having Robert Woods and using him is what they should be doing. Yeah, but yeah. like the first four weeks they haven't used him. Like this is the first week we've actually seen Robert Woods go good. Yeah, but like he hasn't done anything for the first four weeks. It's been Cooper Cup and Deshaun Jackson even well, it, it, came out. It's a new offense, it's a new quarterback in the offense. I think they're really just seeing what they can Yeah, just seeing do. just working with what they have. Cuz the Rams did what they were supposed to do. They won the game, but they didn't look yeah, too, they didn't, too they, spectacular no, they didn't, yeah, besides that, Woods. They, they didn't, didn't look, look better. like the NFC leaders that they usually are. No, like they're, they're I, they, they were my like, super what? they were my super bowl pick. They didn't they didn't really look like the NFC leaders that everybody thought they were going to be this season. I think it's going to take some time for them to really reach their apex. I mean the Cardinals yeah. are too are insanely I, good. I also think that what separates the Cooper Cups from the Devontae Adamses is like work ethic. Well, that, and also, like, it, let's say the Rams have a receiving core of, all right, it's Cooper Cup, and then it's Amari Rogers, MVS, 
Randall Cobb. Not taking away from any of those guys, but they're not scaring you in the, when you're game planning for them, really. <laughs> so it's like, he's the, he is, like, he is the guy that everyone's looking out for, mm-hmm. and he still produces numbers. Like, Cooper Cup has these other weapons. Like, they can be scared. I don't know how, but people are, st- you can also be scared about Sean Jackson's deep uh, ability, or you're he's scared for... He's still one of the best yeah, deep throws. Like, somehow. And, guy. like, you're still scared for Van Jefferson. Now you're like, oh my god, Robert Wood still. They have, uh, I mean, Tyler Higby, like, I'm not, like, scared of him, if obviously. You're double covering, if you're double covering any of the Rams receivers, it's Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah but that. what I'm saying is, like, they can't. Think, they actually can't. Yeah, I don't think you can. Double. Because they have too many... Like, you can double Devontae Adams, and he still can succeed. I think if you put your whole game plan on Cooper Cup, I don't think he excels. Yeah, not a chance, because you don't... You have all the weapons on that offense. I mean, Bobby Trees is kind of like the medium-route guy, while Cooper Cup goes deep. And Matt Safford, we saw him in Detroit. He loves bombing that deep. That's why Kenny Galladay was so good on the Lions. Because Kenny Galladay is a deep threat, and... Matt Stafford loves bombing that ball. Mm-hmm. He's a gunslinger and nothing yeah, he, less. He's one. He's one of the best deep ball throwers in the league. Um, so yeah, moving on. Rams. Rams look good. Seahawks are kind of shaky, but they will climb out of that hole at some point. They do every year. They make it every year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is the year that this might be the year that they don't though. If Russ yeah, is out, if they're... Russ is out for eight weeks, I just don't see it happening. I mean, uh, I agree. <clears throat> things being said that he can come back in a week and he can come back in a month four weeks four to eight especially I mean, in that four division to six. especially but in that division but if you're uh, don't they have like two wins right now if you're like two and seven they're two and three right now yeah if they if they Gino, divisional match Geno Smith has to win them two games yeah that's, that's if they're two that, and, if that they're, could happen though if they're <laughs> two and seven three and six but know. it's it's not really just like the offense it, fault. That offense is the bright spot of that team. They, yeah, but it's not it's back. not like the offense is like I, I don't know. I I just don't see them being at two and seven, three and six, and 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 that's at that's at the good estimate. Yeah. If Russ misses eight games, I think they could legit lose every game. Yeah. If Russ m- misses eight games, especially it depends it's how not Gino like, Smith. Handles that it's offense. not like they're in the the AFC East or like the NFC North, and I'm talking like previous years. We're where it's bad like, divisions. Yeah, NFC even East, even if East. even if the Packers started off bad, they could still easily win the division. Even if the Pats started off bad, yep. I just think you'd be hard pressed to tell me that the NFC West is probably the one of the toughest divisions. Yeah, it is the toughest. Division. If you're missing your quarterback in that league, it's it's done so. So um Packers. Plus you need defense to match with those offenses. Yeah, well while we're talking about the Packers, I think the Packers honestly I mean I don't want to say looks wise because they've looked a little out of sync at times and they've looked a little but as far as just like the amount of injuries and who they are, mm-hmm. I think they look really good at four and one. Yeah. I, I you can go man. I really feel like their weapon situation though is kind of shaky. I feel like it's Devontae Adams and that's it. I don't think it matters. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, missing. Um, they're missing uh, Debock. They're missing Elston Jenkins. They're missing MVS. But they're, they're missing to... Jair. They're missing uh, Zach Smith. Do you say that? Um, yeah. So. Kevin King. And, well, Kevin King is back. <laughs> yeah. Kevin King is back, which is awful. <laughs> yeah. That's like worse than any of the injuries we had. I know. Wasn't Kevin King out last week? Yes. 
Um, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, um, he's just that, he's going to be that guy that or is blamed for stuff, and I honestly, I don't disagree. I mean, he got he got burned by Scotty Miller in the playoffs. He gets burned. Yeah, he, he got burned. He gets burned, every, like, every he's time. He's burned no, most by, like, every... I agree, receiver. because the Bengals are good, and I, I think the that... the Bengals looked really good. Yeah, yeah and Bengals I think the Bengals did. actually looked good, but then you get a, then you think, like, okay, yeah, they were close, but the Packers should have won that game a million times, just because right. they kept missing, but also... It, it's yeah. It, it's I hate to blame injuries, but like I, I was gonna and, say, and I'm and I'm not, but like you can see where it comes into play. Rogers with the O line, there's miscommunications that just aren't happening with Debock yeah. on the field. Right, I've been cracking. He, they're gonna beat the Brakes. He off. has to cone in on Allen's because he Adams. He doesn't really have MVS is super underrated because. He's just a pure deep threat, and he's really really good at it. I, I'm gonna crack a joke right now. Let's not forget the Bengals didn't have Joe Mixon. Yes, they did. He was in the game. He played. <laughs> yeah, he was limited, though. Samaji P. Ryan is running the show. Running backs don't win you games, so I don't even doesn't even make a big difference to me. <laughs> no, I was, I was just cracking a joke. I know, but um, <laughs> well, I was going to say that I think you just, if those players play, that game is not a game. It's not It's not that close. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, no. you put Jair in there. Jamar Chase is probably not running, um, I mean, uh, catching all over them. Jair I think will probably be on Bakhtiari, that would have been, that would have been stellar for their offense. I just don't know if this game is that close with all those people there, I mean, and that's the a good sign for the Packers. The attack for the Packers wasn't really like exceptional. Aaron Jones didn't look like Aaron Jones. I mean, just but what does that mean? He didn't like look, Aaron Jones. He... Aaron Jones is usually this explosive guy, makes fantastic running plays, and can catch the ball out of the backfield. But he wasn't running exceptionally well because like I thought they both. I thought him and AJ Dillon looked good. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought they looked all like, right. I think they, they looked they like, weren't like how they've been this entire season. But it's like, do you expect Aaron Jones to get 150 rushing yards a game? Not it's a not game, but like I expect him to have explosive plays. He didn't have that many explosive plays. Well, I don't he doesn't Devon, need to. Devonta Adams went for 200. I know, I know. Devonta Adams went 200. That was. Insane. I would argue that AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones as a combo had their best game of the season. Actually, actually, I mean Aaron Jones actually did have five touchdowns the first week or whatever. But so I guess I'll say second, but. Now that you... Okay, if you're looking at it from a fantasy perspective, then you're pissed that A.J. Dillon is getting carries. But if you're looking at it from a Packers fan or, or that's a, a great, football... That's a great one-two punch. That is a great yeah. one-two punch. For their, in the red zone, I'm terrified now. It's like, oh, they give it to Aaron Jones. He's probably going to score on me. Now they give it to a huge, dyed A.J. Dillon, and he's going to probably score on me. And they, see. <clears throat> and they have Tunyon for whatever reason. People yeah. are always falling over, like, yeah. trying to cover him. Adams is obviously yeah. the best red zone receiver in the NFL. Yeah, like Robert um, Tunyon hasn't been good this season. But so so what I I can't I'm sorry I can't get over the fact that you said Aaron Jones didn't look like Aaron Jones I can't get over that like I I when I see Aaron Jones it's like two touchdowns a game and like either over a hundred yards or a little under a hundred I did not see that last night from Aaron Jones you didn't he didn't have a hundred yards he did but like he didn't have his two touchdown game or anything yeah but he was averaging eight yards a carry. Yeah, a hundred yard game on eight yards of carry. That's a good from a game. Ru- from a Russian standpoint, that's a good game. But like from any other standpoint, when you see Aaron Jones, he's in the end zone at least a couple times a game. He well, didn't yeah, end the end zone at all. They can't score five touchdowns. I a would. Game. I would also like to interject that Aaron Jones had fourteen carries and went for over hundred yards. Yeah, eight yards of carry. Like what? And he looked, What else yeah. is he supposed to do? He, he didn't need to be it. explosive. Yeah, Devontae Adams was explosive. 
I know Devontae Adams was explosive. He's always explosive. He's arguably the best receiver in the league. He is. He is the best receiver in the league. Yeah. You can make a debate about it, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, I I think he is, but you can make a debate. I'm about just it. I'm just really really hesitant to let you off the hook about that Aaron Jones thing because I don't even think you looked at the box score. I did look at the box score. Fourteen for one hundred and three. That's good, and he he looked great. He looked great that game. For missing two of their best offensive linemen, Aaron Jones looked fantastic that game. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that I based it off a fantasy standpoint, but I I saw the box score because I have Aaron Jones on a couple of my fantasy fantasy teams, so I so obviously that, saw so him on fourteen I... for one hundred and three. But like, he's usually in the end zone twice per game. No one scores every game. If he was in the end zone twice per game, he would have 32 touchdowns in a season. That's not going to happen. Not every game he's in twice a game, but like usually he averages two touchdowns per game, but he doesn't. He didn't no, he need doesn't. to, though. I know he no, didn't he need doesn't. to because DeMonte Adams ran the show. Averages, I, don't, I don't understand this argument. I don't know. We have to move on because averages two touchdowns a game means he gets two touchdowns a game. He doesn't. He doesn't. Aaron Jones had a great game. The Packers looked great. AJ Dillon had a great game. Um, AJ Dillon did did not know he was like that from the receiving end. Yeah, he, yeah. he's good. Okay, let's um, move on. To be the guy. So speaking of a good football team, I want to talk about kind of a not so good football team. What do you have in mind? Um, the New England Patriots mm. have been. Very, very, very wildly disappointed. One question I want to ask you guys is: What do you think? Why do you think they're this bad? They're not. Um, they're not. I they're think, not like that bad, bad but bad. like they're not good. What? Why do you think they're like not that good anymore? I, J.C. Jackson is struggling to come into his role as a, a cornerback one. Mm-hmm. Um, McCourty looks slow. He looks like he lost a step. Um, the D line hasn't been particularly good. They're Matt not, Judon's they're not generating well. pressure. Matt Judon is the best player on the Patriots <laughs> right now. Um, Definitely, yeah. he's been really good. But I don't know. It just feels like even though they don't allow a lot of points in the big spots where they need to, it feels like they're the opposite of the Patriots of old. The Patriots of old would doesn't matter what you did to them. Two minutes and a half, nothing. Two minutes at the end of the game, nothing. Opening drive, nothing. It feels like in those big spots, they fall so short. And it's so... It, it's kind of frustrating to watch because... I don't know. I mean, I've I've known the Patriots my whole life to be like, n- never worry about them, never worry about them being bad. But it's like, they were getting routinely beat on like simple slants, on key downs. With Dave yeah. like quarterback. Um, I'm also also <clears throat> the biggest thing for me that just teams aren't going to be scared of them because they don't have that guy that's scary in any way possible that you even have to adjust your game plan for. And the biggest thing is, I just think they need to evolve from this. I mean, they're I'm a, a Patriots fan, solely a Patriots fan. It's just that this is just a boring team to watch. There's I, just nothing there, and I it's like, like, and it's also, it's also. Like they're if they're third and ten, I think of that as they're third and a hundred. They're not getting that. There's yeah. no chance they get that third and ten because what are they gonna do? I think most of the time, if I think if we looked at it, I I it would be hard to find this stat. But if we looked at what they do on third and long, I guarantee it's mostly screens and they're just hoping something pops up, just yeah. hoping that they get the first down. There's no 
there's no urgency for them where they're gonna okay we're gonna we're gonna have Mac throw this one we're gonna have we're gonna rely on Mac to throw this 25 yards or whatever it is I don't really blame them because he yeah. had some underthrows yesterday when he yeah. tried to bomb it not bomb it but like even like 25 yards just he wasn't wouldn't have like time that. to throw I mean yeah the offensive line fully healthy still is like I. I don't think Trent Brown played week one, but it's no, like, nah, if you're relying, Trent Brown is not like a top lineman in the league. No, but I think he people overrate be. him for he, his size. He could I think be. he could be, but he's not. He quit on the Raiders. He was hurt on the Raiders. He was super flaky. Yeah. Now, no. now yeah. I'm seeing the same thing on the Pats. It's not like David Bakhtiari. Yeah. Oh, no. Not at all. Like the... I mean, they're not even the same plan. Yeah. yeah. And the Packers are missing him. We haven't had our line 100% healthy for a game yet, so I'm not ready to say that that's, like, that's a problem. But also it's a problem that they're not staying healthy. So, so I mean, All I'm saying is the, the preseason narrative, and I would say that too if Trent Brown didn't have injury issues, if, if he didn't have flake issues. I also don't really get the you knew Trent what, Brown. Like, you knew what you were getting with Trent Brown. Yeah, like I also so the don't, fact that this is happening, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to hear it. I don't get the like Trent Brown, the difference maker that he didn't play. I don't agree with that just because he was... He was good for us. He goes to the Raiders. He wasn't good. I mean, people like it changed. Times change. Like he's older. Like maybe he doesn't. He's not what he used to be. And we have to admit that. Just because maybe he's one of those players, the Jamie Collins, the Kyle Vanoys that only work in Bill Belichick's system. He yeah, very well could yeah. be. I mean, yeah. very well. I mean, Jamie Collins. He was with us. We left. He got his payday. He came back. He was great again. Got his payday against the Lions. Where is he? He's back now. Kyle Vanoy got his payday with the Dolphins. Came, wasn't good. Came he back. Sucks. Yeah, and and it's like <laughs> he got carved against. The, he was the he got carved against the Bucks. But <clears throat> I mean, um, going off what Ho said about that offense being boring and like they can't get on third and long, it's it's all dump offs. Like they don't trust Mac throwing that ball downfield. Like, they have a deep threat in Nelson Aguilar. But I don't they know don't why. Use yeah, him. Nelson Aguilar was the biggest waste of a signing for them so yeah. far. Like, and um, everyone was hyped about it. Everyone was like, oh my god, we kind of we have a receiver now. Quickly before moving on, um, just my piece about the Patriots. It really felt like the narrative was oh, well, they have a good offensive line, they have a great defense. Everyone opted out last year, and they were seven and nine, and the defense still looked great. And Dante Hightower is not. And all they out. need this Cam versus Mac decision is huge because mm-hmm. the team is so solid. All they need is good quarterback play, and now they have good quarterback play, and everything else sucks. Yeah. The, the Mac Jones is one of the most pressured quarterbacks in the entire NFL. Um, I think that's one of the keys why they're dumping it off so much because Mac doesn't have time to throw. Yeah, and that that's why Mac has looked impressive to me because he he eats shots, he gets up, he wants more, and he he's gets de- he he's gets the a brave guy. He gets the ball out quick. He he is a really solid quarterback. Um, I think he has a lot of intangible stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. It's just the Patriots situation right now really worries me a lot he's um, he's kind of like he's kind of like everything you want in QB yeah intangible in wise and yeah I still question his arm and his arm strength not accuracy but oh the Colts 
Pittman. Michael yes. Pittman. Yes. Wow, he lost him. Michael Michael Pittman, Pittman with that. Cat. There is a flag. Oh, I think that might be PI on. on the Ravens. Though. Oh, it's on Anthony Avery. Come on. Oh, that is PI on the I Ravens. I need a replay of that. I was looking up QB pressure Sorry, Sorry, we just left that conversation, but I saw that. I mean, is that Pittman? Ta- yeah. I mean, it's that tugs on the shoulder. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> oh my Pittman's god. my wide receiver too. Let's look at this again. Oh my god, look at this throw. Oh, that's. Look at that. Oh, rough, it was roughing the passer. Yeah, that that is. I don't think that's roughing the passer, but it's, what's the catch? Oh my god! Watch this. Two guys on him. Ab- oh my, oh my absolute god! Boss. He caught it at the ten. Shrugs two tackles. Look at that lunge. Touchdown! Wow. He is. Is he it touchdown? Is coming along. Yeah. yeah oh wait. No, no he's down. down. He's down. He's, he's, he's down. down at the one. He's down at the one. He's down. He's down at the one. All right. Um, if he lunged, he would have. So play. that was a cool play. Uh, Michael oh Pittman God. just mossed Anthony Averett. 42 yards. And Marlon Humphrey on the same play. Jeez. Uh, oh, my God. That was... The that, Colts are another they're team... They're calling that a touchdown. Not much I can say. The Colts are a team that I will admit that I was too high on, and I think for all the same reason as the Pats. I thought new challenge. QBs there... They have some, like, T.Y. Hilton is back. Michael Pittman's progressing. Their defense is what's going to carry them. And it just doesn't look For like the that's the, that's the, Yeah, it just doesn't look like that's the, that's the same deal as the Patriots. I mean, I mean Rakyasin, I like a lot. He's a soft corner for the Colts. I think he specs. Rodrigo Blankenship just botched it. I think that's the second time tonight. So, um, as I was saying... Damn. Yeah, uh, Rakyasin, who's a soft corner for the Colts, I feel like he's a great cover corner. But, like, the problem is he's out today, and the Ravens just still can't move the ball with Lamar. Yeah. I mean, they're running, they're running the ball exceptionally well, as always. But, like, that's the only reason they're moving. Bull, I don't think it's anything wrong with the passing attack. Full prediction, they're still going to win this game. They're down 16-3 right now. They'll still win this game. Are you sure about that? Yeah. I mean, if they call they're it Justin Tucker for a lot, I'll love it. But All like, right. <laughs> Let's move on to... Um, I think early candidate, for me anyways, for game of the year... Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say Browns Chargers. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. You can correct me. I think going into the fourth quarter, it was twenty five twenty five, and the game ended forty six forty five or forty six forty four. They scored it like forty seven forty two. They scored forty seven forty two total points. Yeah, forty seven forty two Chargers won. How you can't blame that either game, offense. That game was so good. Oh, no. I they, watched. They all played well. I watched it at work today. Baker had um, his best game of the season. Yeah, he did. Baker, he, that Baker. was not his fault. Baker, yeah. OBJ had a big drop, too. Oh, uh, yeah. OB, OBJ and I've just Baker ne- still have I've just never that. seen a quarterback wide receiver duo fail to get in sync. I don't that, get it. With that good, too. That's with that might, much talent. That might be the only two people I can bring up that it's are so Baker. talented. Yeah, no, it's, I know. It, that I can say that I'm like, this is just weird. Like, like OBJ is, a couple of weeks ago, like his first game back, he was like wide open, like, touchdown level routes and it was just not even close second second never game seen also like that. second game <clears throat> also baker just missed obj in the end zone multiple times yeah i mean i'm not gonna say obj dropped a couple but like last last night was obj just dropping it a lot but half the time since obj has been back it's been baker missing him yep yeah but um let's talk about the game and that's yeah i mean i, I i'm ready to probably call Baker above average. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I'd say probably that's put him in like yeah. honestly, like the the fifteen twenty range. Yeah, like, don't get don't get, don't that. get me wrong. He's the franchise of the Browns, though. Like I think they'd be better. He's off the best QB. They I have. think they'd be better off with them. 
I think they. No, I don't think I so. I think he holds them back. In they the should place. not like he's he's on he's his deal is about to expire. You're gonna have to either pay pay him big money or franchise tag I mean, him. I'm I mean, not I'm not paying him big money. I mean they're not they're not, I'm not bad. Paying, I'm the not Browns giving, aren't bad. They're three and two. The I Browns mean, are great. The Browns are a great football team. They made the playoffs last year for the first time I'm since not like saying about that. I'm just saying he's not the guy that's gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Browns are a great football. Oh yeah, they won't they won't and win the Super Bowl. It, they still it, have a lot. They, it's an indictment that the Browns. Are this good and they're three and two, and their weapons aren't that good other than I, I mean, mean like they, still, they still have that one two punch in the backfield. Yeah, they have. They, they, have, the, they have the second best gonna, rush attack in the league. I, yeah, um, I would say my opinion. I would, best one two punch. Let's, I, yeah, let's talk about the actual game though. Yeah, um, I was yeah. gonna say Mike Williams surprised oh me so much God. because his whole thing is red zone target, like throw it up. He's gonna get it. He's gonna moss the guy. He was like. Doing Tyree Kill stuff on yesterday. He was sitting. He was I, sitting fifty yards out. Pitched a tent on the twenty yard line, waiting for these. Waiting I, for these, and they just didn't have it. The, the, it's got to be a Browns, safety thing. The Browns secondary looked really beat up. Yesterday. Also, Anthony Walker. I that's one guy I did. Um, I did. I was I was rewatching the some game tape today to see like kind of what went wrong. Anthony Walker on the oh, Browns, yeah. the linebacker. Yeah, he's bad. I mean, he's not usually this bad, but and he was bad last night. I, I was like, is this just a one-game thing, or is it not? And I, I go, it is. I went to his PFF uh, grade today. I mean, I guess, I know you can't, like, judge all on that. It's not good either. I, I don't think he'll be this bad for, like, the rest of the season, though. <laughs> I think, like, he'll pick it up at some point. Yeah. Once he learns that defense, but, like... Yeah. I, um... One thing I want to mention is Mike Williams was my fantasy lock this week. Mm. We'll go over those. Adams was mine. So we, Ski, me and you both had a 40-point lock. Yeah. I had, yeah. I had Mike Williams, you had Devontae Adams. Marvin, yeah. jo- Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was... That was, that I, was that I started him because of you. That was I know. Damian uh, Williams, 16 points. All right, I, I, guess we're going, I guess we're going over these now. I want to say Damian Williams, 16 points. Wasn't yeah. bad. Mine was Derrick Henry, Marvin Jones... Damian Harris and Jacoby Myers and Derrick Henry played well, but I missed pretty much on the other Ooh. two because Jacoby Myers. Had, no, I picked Damian Harris actually. All right, I, I want to hear something. How did Damian Harris even do this week? Who'd you have? Corey Davis. You had Corey Davis. Adams, Henry, Corey Davis. I had Evans. I I had a two and one package deal, so I had Evans and Brady, and then I had Damian Williams and Mike Williams, and I like I don't know who had the best fantasy loss this week though. I mean, I would say you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went, I, I went oh for, th- I went oh, I went one for three. I went like four three for, for four. Three. Yeah, you can't count them. It's three for three. Yeah, yeah. three for three. Yeah. Um, All right. So game locks, we did pretty bad. I don't know. It was the first. I, 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 I went the three first, now. I went three. First... I went three now. I went three oh. now. Um, so I think only you did. <laughs> 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 I sw- it was the first week, so I swung for the fences. The Browns was probably a stupid lock, but like. They almost had it, dude. No, and I, I think I'm not talking done about talking about that game because I <laughs> love running. Mm, I love yeah. running backs, and Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler and Kareem Hunt had one of the great running back games that yeah. I've ever seen. That was smash mouth. Austin Eckler did 50, fumble, but he had three touchdowns. That 50 yard run by Chubb is insane. Yep. Yeah. That is like exactly the thing I think of when I'm like, well, yeah, Nick Chubb is the second best running back yep, in the league. I agree. Yeah. He's he's way smaller than Henry, but dudes just like bounce off of him yep. for no reason. Yeah, he is a he's tremendous power for his size. We were also watching the game together, and I remember I was like freaking out that Kareem Hunt got like a 
kind of like a end around type route, mm-hmm. and he skirted around the entire defense with way less room and spacing than he should have, and just footworked it in from like the five. And oh, yeah, that's, oh yeah, that was that's like a wide receiver. Beautiful. Play. That's like a wide receiver. Tiptoed in. Net, net Chubb can't do that. No, but that's the thing. They don't need to. They don't yeah. need him to do that. Yeah, they have yeah. both people. Um, I would just say that I think this cements Herbert for a candidate for the MVP if he keeps it up. Yeah, I mean... Oh, 100%. I think Justin Herbert is, uh, like, if you're, like, if you're trying to think of who's the prototype QB that you want at your school or yeah. team or whatever, it's Justin Herbert. The dude 6'6", has great, um, he has a, he has a great arm, great decision-making. For a sophomore, a great decision-maker. He has a rocket for, a mar- for an arm, which looks even better than last year. Oh, yeah, much and better. decision-making tremendous is tremendous. Too. He's good accuracy. And he's not like a... Like, you know the play's not... Oh, my God. Lamar's going off right now. Oh, my God. And he's not a guy that if they're going to rush him, you think the play's over. Like, he can still get out of it. I'm not going to call him a mobile quarterback. He has wheels. He can move. Like... He's just that guy. Like, he's just that guy. He reminds me of, like, an Aaron Rodgers. Like, if he has to move, he can. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is is a great comp. Um... So, I guess we can just go right into another question, then. Um... Oh, wait, I kind of want to... No, but this is thing. about the Browns. In the, in right the now, who are you taking? Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert? To start your fran- If you were starting a franchise today. I mean, I, I base this off everything. I might take Herbert just because of the age. Like, the age difference is not big, but, like, when you build a franchise, what do you think of? You need a young guy at the helm who is good at his age. Herbert is good at his age. Like, I mean, he's entered the league very like. I'm gonna a hundred percent disagree with you. You know, Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl in his second season of the I, I understand, right? but like Herbert, his decision making, I feel like I feel like Patrick Mahomes is flashy, like very flashy. Well, are we talking about their age, or are we talking about what you're talking about? Because if we're talking about age, I don't think it matters. Because there's, there's only a there's only a two year, three year difference. And they're both going to be quarterbacks that are going to play like, late like, to their career, barring any injuries. Mahomes loves to, like, make plays. Like, he makes crazy throws. We all know that. That's mm-hmm. what Mahomes does. But, like, it's risky what he does, and it just worries me sometimes. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can see he's, he sometimes is a little too flashy. Herbert makes that throw. Like, if, he's, if you're going deep, you trust Herbert on that throw 110% at the times because he has that arm. Like, he's like, I compare his arm to Josh Allen. Josh Allen kind of they kind of have like the same arm like they both they both have a rocket for an arm. I think we can both agree throw like they're like when I think of top three best deep balls in the league, I go. This is not in order, obviously, but I go Herbert Allen and Wilson. All of them very accurate when it goes deep, and it's when it's a deep ball, it's in space. I think we gotta stop. I think already there's already a recency bias going on. Yeah. If we're not gonna mention Aaron Rodgers for a deep ball, no, Aaron Rodgers. Like, are we real? We're gonna have. Like, we're gonna Aaron have... Rodgers throws the best deep ball yeah. in the NFL. Like, we're gonna. I don't think I can put. I'm not. Well, one, I'm definitely not taking Justin Herbert over Patrick Mahomes just because of one game, one shootout game. Are we, he literally went to the Super I'm Bowl two call, times. Already. I'm not calling one shootout game. But also, last season with Justin. But also, I mean, Mahomes already has an. He already has an MVP. Went to the Super Bowl twice, won one. But what I'm saying is. I'm not taking Herbert's arm over. I don't even wouldn't even put him top 
he's probably hovering a little outside the top five for deep ball. I can't say that yet. Like, he has... Like, I can't even say that yet. I'm putting Aaron Rodgers still above him. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Then maybe i put Justin Herbert, unless I'm forgetting somebody else. Brady. Brady's no. deep ball looks pretty good in Tampa. Yeah, I don't know does. if I'm taking over Justin Herbert, but... No, I, I, I'm no. definitely not. Um, I'm probably going to take... Mahomes. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing about Mahomes is I'm seeing a lot of stuff develop that I don't really like. He's been trying to do way too much this season. Too much flashy, yeah. He does... It's almost like he knows. Like obviously, he knows the roster's not right, as good yeah. as, as I just want to say something. He's I made a bad to... take, and I'm I'm just gonna call myself out on it. That was a bad take. Taking Justin Harry over Mahomes. No, I'm borderline agreeing with you. Yeah, I don't think it's like. <clears throat> it's not as bad as I think. There's a, a I think there's a lot of games that. like last night where Mahomes is gonna lose you the game mm-hmm. trying to win it for you. Yeah, because he's, he's just going to. He's, run, he's running around. He's throwing shovel passes. He's throwing no look passes. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Alright, here we all agree on one thing, though. Patrick Holmes to Josh Horton, that play that got him the first time, that was a good pass. Like, that was fla- mm. that was a flashy pass, but it was a good pass. Yeah. Sometimes but he like, does too much when he doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. He tries too hard. Herbert, he's like he's playing a Madden video game. Yeah. That's that's what everyone's saying about Mahomes. It's like but he's I mean, Madden. But I mean, Mahomes is so... Good. Yeah, that's yeah, he's why, good. He's that's very why good. he does stuff like he's that. He's insanely good. Oh we're not. We're God. not saying. We're not saying. Like, just to question everybody else, we're not saying Mahomes is bad at all. Mahomes is a good. Oh team. no, he's still the best quarterback in the league. Oh, Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes is great. I just, I just like Justin Herbert better. Like, not like I. I Mahomes is the best in the league, but I like Herbert better to start a franchise. Okay. Yeah, that, that's 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 not that's not a crazy hot take. I don't think. That's definitely fair. Um, I think oh, that was a terrible. What, what the oh, hell is he doing? Oh, that's rough in the past. I also think a big thing that yeah, the Chiefs that we should talk about the Chiefs about is they're already in cap trouble by paying Pat Mahomes so much in overpaying all these guys. I'm 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 I don't care what their record is. I'm still not really that concerned about this year. I think we still see him in the AFC Championship. I understand. But I think if we say three years down the line, I'm scared he's gonna be like in a Russell Wilson situation where like. He still has the weapons, but they're just not that good. I understand. I understand that the Chiefs will be in cap trouble, but let's say one thing: it's well deserved for Patrick Mahomes. No, I agree, but like that's just the reality. Oh, oh that was a bad draw. Latavius Murray. But um, yeah, it's it's not a Chiefs thing because they have to pay him whatever he wants. It's a Patrick Mahomes thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, um, a, he's they're a gonna, but it just they're just gonna be their defense is already I mean, bad. Just, so <laughs> this this is one of the topics I really wanted to touch on. Um. I really agree with that take. This season, I'm really not worried about the Chiefs. And I'm really not worried about them in any season to like do good and be competitive and be a playoff team. But it might be this uh, a little early, but like the Chiefs do not look like a strong... Obviously. But even if they can kind of pull it together, they do not look like a strong Super Bowl-type team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um 44% of their cap is going towards three players. Mm-hmm. Um, Was it Chris Jones, Mahomes, and Kelsey? Or Matthew? I think it's I think it's Kelsey, Hill, and Mahomes. Oh, that's, I, that's I thought Hill was, was still on a small deal. Did he get a big deal? Um, he got like a middle deal because he didn't really... He definitely didn't explode to the extent he did mm. yet, but he's still on a pretty big deal. And it's like... 
you need money to yeah you know what i mean it's like yeah their situ- like their situation this season might be fine but it's only gonna get worse yeah until they have to restructure a deal or part ways with one of that core three mm-hmm. where yeah i don't know it's just like the same ah. the same type of thing happened like you said with russell wilson mm-hmm. and with aaron Rodgers to a less extent he was making a lot of money but he wasn't making 500 mil and it's like it just reminds me a lot of like the old like mid 2000s packers teams where it's like they have a bad record maybe they're going not a bad record but they're going like 10 and 6 yeah and you're kind of like eh how are they how are they in it the defense is allowing um so many points a game i also think the big thing if you just give pat Mo- that offense a middle of the road defense i'm not worried about them I think the defense just has to recover. They're the worst. They're like they might be the worst defense right now, and uh, they're they're ranked third. Yeah, I was gonna say they gotta be there. They gotta okay. be around there. It's only no. Oh, oh no. my God, Lamar, Lamar fumbled on the one. On the goal Marquise line. Brown, thank God he's fast. And they la- they're lateraling. Oh it, my and God, he's going thirty four. Oh my God, Lamar couldn't catch him. Gone for the touchdown. They got a that was that a fumble though. It looks like he was down. Honestly, um, but yeah, we'll we'll update that. Um, that's disaster for the Ravens. They were knocking on the door of a comeback, and that is a a fumble return for a touchdown. You can't have the ball in one hand and expect not. He was he was down. That's not a fumble. It was. That's not a fumble. Nope. Knee down. Yeah, it's not a fumble. I don't care that he was like. His knee, his knee touched. Uh, it's going to be a really close play. Oh, shit. I don't even know. I don't know. I, to me, that I, I'm not calling that a fumble. But um, I think we can I think we can move on. I think you can go on your Kadarius t- Tony Ant rank. Obviously, we'll have to cut so this a little. this guy, I will go on, give me two minutes. Yes. So at 10.13, I'm done. Okay. This guy, everyone thought I was joking. Okay, I promise you. Oh shit! They were like, "You picked up who, who, who?" And I was like, "Kadarius Tony." Yeah. The twentieth pick in the draft for the for the Giants. He's just he kind of was in a similar situation to Tyson Williams, except he never got playing time, and he um. You know, Slayton goes down. Shepard goes down. Galladay. I don't care. Prayers up for Galladay. Of course, I don't wish injury on him, but he was wouldn't have been a fact. He's blo- he's not good. I agree. I don't. I never. Yeah, I he took a huge drop from Detroit. He's he's not. I never very, thought he was that good. I thought he just was a volume guy in Detroit. So now you have this super raw guy, Kadarius Tony, twentieth overall pick. He's he steps into it. Daniel Jones wants to be slinging the ball. It was just the perfect storm. Good matchup, and. He, oh no, um, he looked really good against the Cowboys, and it wasn't just like a volume thing. He had digs on him for a lot of the plays, and there was one play where he kind of fakes it in and then does a quick little yep. spin out, and he got him bad on that. 
He was like a that, human joystick. That is where I'm not ready to call Trayvon uh, Diggs an elite corner, like on the level of like Jair and stuff. He gets the picks and stuff, and he honestly has been been good in coverage. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. I I was looking at the numbers and watching him play at work today, um, because I compared him to J C Jackson, where he oh, where he's going for the pick and the play so much that he over pursues and gives up the big play, but he's only allowing forty six percent completion. Uh, he hasn't allowed a touchdown all year. Um, his passer rating when targeted is like in the fifties. And he has the picks. Mm. Yeah. So until I see this over pursuit and this playmaking hungry ability really start to affect him, then I'm kind of feeling good about Diggs. Besides the fact that Tony made him look silly a few times, but like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be like a have a fantasy bias, but I really think Kadarius Tony is gonna is gonna be solid. Oh, also, yeah. also, before we move on from Tony, I just I saw this stat, and I actually think it's one of the craziest stats that I've seen. Tony had seven broken tackles on Sunday. To put it in perspective, Derrick Henry's in his most Derrick Henry's most in his career in a game is like four or something, or like, like that's crazy. And I think that's yeah. Yeah, I um, mean, he looks obviously it's it's one game, but I think if that. If that is his skill set, he looks like a really solid route runner. He looks he looks great after the catch. Yeah. Um, I like, like his energy. I like his energy too. Um, <laughs> you punch I somebody follow, to get thrown out of the game, but <laughs> I think I follow three NFL teams on TikTok, and it's the the Patriots, the Packers, and the Giants. And I was watching his. Um, they did like a Q and A with him. I don't know. I just like. His, I saw that. I saw that. I just like his energy. I just like his vibes. I think he's gonna be an all right. Player. I mean, you're a dog if you punch someone in the first game of first of your first like big game. That's I mean, it, 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 it's not like he's like a six round. He's he's the twentieth pick. Yeah, in the draft. exactly. Um, um, I think speaking strong. of good wide receivers though, and you said something about old wide receivers. Antonio Brown is still a wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. He has the ability to be a wide receiver one. I mean... Talent-wise, he's definitely still a wide he's receiver that, Definitely. He's, he's that deep threat guy you need you put in the offense. Just, he, you put just, him on the Colts. You put him on the Dolphins. You put him on the Raiders. He's a wide receiver one. Maybe even on the Ravens. He can be a wide receiver one. Ravens, wide receiver one. People, for to put into perspective, his, like, 1,500-yard, 15-touchdown game was three years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. For, like, that's not really a long back. time ago. And it's not like he had, like, a crazy injury, a crazy... You know what I mean? Yeah. He just kind of became a head case and a bad locker room guy. And, you know, but uh, he, he really has proved it and he's coming to his own... Um, he leads the the Bucks and targets since last year. Yeah, so. that's crazy. And to update on the Lamar fumble, it was a fumble, but Darius Leonard was down before the shovel pass, so it is not a fumble return touchdown. Still not good. Still not good. Um, Still not. I think. Good. I mean, I think we're getting. I don't know how much how long we're in to this, but I think one thing that should be touched on it it kind of just reinforces my running back slander, but. Um, <clears throat> To have, um, to have Alexander Madison oh my God. again. To have Alexander Madison put up 
identical stats to identical stats to Dalvin Cook in I don't know doesn't look as like I'm not like wow like when Madison plays like I am with Cook but like they're putting up a like insanely um similar stats and it just kind of reinforces the whole like our running backs that valuable type thing that um that Vikings team is really underrated their offense is really solid mm-hmm. um I think at two and three, they're one of the teams at two and three where I'm like, not only am I kind of not worried about them, I think they look kind of good for being two and three. Definitely. Um, obviously, the defense blows pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kirk, Cook, right now Madison, Jefferson, Thielen, just solid offense, I think. I would argue that... Thielen. I mean, Thielen and Jefferson have the most touchdowns from a duo in the last 16 games. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Which is kind of a crazy a crazy stat. But um, I think we can move into our uh, takes locks for this week. And we're actually going to change it up. It's going to be two locks. from Now we're going to keep a, we're gonna te- keep our records. I'm 3-0. Ben's 3-0. Jack is not 3-0. I don't know what he is. Who did I pick? The Browns? The Browns. Packers. Packers. And... We'll have to look pick, back. The Broncos. The, the Broncos. So, Jack is, one and, Jack is one and two. But we're going to do two locks and an upset. And we'll let like Ben go first. And they let him talk about it. Alright, so... My first lock, I have the Chiefs versus Washington. I mean, I, I feel like this Chiefs for the first five weeks is a fluke. I mean, the Chiefs still have one of the best rosters in the league. In Washington, that defense is very bad. It's been very bad so far. So I have a feeling Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey could really carve up that defense. And so I think I had the Chiefs win that one and probably like a shootout for Patrick Mahomes. And then next I have the Green Bay Packers against the Bears. It's a divisional matchup. The Packers are connected with Devontae Adams as they've always been. But Devontae Adams is once again making plays with the ball. Aaron Jones is looking good. And just I thought he wasn't. I thought he wasn't looking like no, Aaron Jones. He, no, I thought no, he I, wasn't no, looking good. No, Sunday he wasn't looking like Aaron Jones. But with the hundred and four yards and eight, eight eight yards per carry, how is he not okay, looking like Aaron whatever. Jones? He, he had a great he had a great moving game. on from that. He had a great You're gonna make game. things like that, you gotta back it up. Alright, whatever. Anyway, um, so I had, the pa- I had the Packers winning that one against the Bears because the Bears' offense hasn't been good either. Um, then my upset is the Patriots over the Cowboys, which doesn't really seem like an upset, but the way the Patriots have been playing this year, it is an upset. The Cowboys are a favorite to win that game. They're 4-1, but I had the Patriots winning that game. Mac Jones, I have a feeling that what Jack said, Trayvon Diggs is going to try to be a playmaking guy as he's as he is, but I don't feel I feel like that's gonna catch up to him at some point. Uh, I'll do mine next, but just 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 to say something about Ben's, but I I would argue that the Cowboys are the worst matchup in the entire league for the Patriots because they have a stellar running back duo, a stellar passing offense. Their defense isn't great, but again, the Patriots' offense isn't great. The Patriots' offense isn't even going to do, are not going to tear apart the 
Cowboys defense. It's not going to be like that. And what are the Patriots? What? How are the Patriots going to cover all that? I, th- I actually think it's a matchup nightmare for them. That's why it is an upset pick, though. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'll go next. Uh, my first lock, I have Tampa versus Philly. Um, I don't want to say enough said. Um, Tampa really dismantled the Dolphins as a franchise. And oh, picked Chuck off Clark. The two point attempt for the Colts was picked off, and he's out of bounds. Dang. That was anticlimactic. But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Hurts. Hertz has looked good. Um, he's looked... I thought he was going to do good, and he's looked honestly better than I thought. Considering yes. the offense they're running for him, they don't run the ball, um, which is very annoying. They play like Weird. They play like they're down 20, and that's just like... Yeah, that might... Honestly, that might play into to Tampa because you're not going to run the ball on them anyways. But Slay will probably take... Um, and I do want to talk about him. He's one of the most underrated corners in the NFL. Yeah. Um, he's having a very quietly good season. Um, Slay will probably be on... Teams have liked to key in on Godwin for some reason. Um, so look for Evans and Brown to get involved again. No Gronk means Brown will get involved in the red zone. Um, he's always a big play threat. Obviously, Evans is a big red zone target too. Um you're 6'3 <laughs> at wide receiver. Yeah. Then I have, um, you know, obviously, if I can if I can pick him, I'm going to pick him. I'm picking Green Bay over Chicago. Um, Chicago's looked revamped in the past few weeks, but I just like, I, I just like Green Bay over them. I just don't see Green Bay losing to Chicago this week. Um I think the Bengals are a better team than Chicago, and they beat them. It did take five missed field goals, but <laughs> it happens. Stuff like that happens. Yes, um, someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. I'm just fortunate that the the Packers got in the win column in that one. Um, hoping, pretty certain they will again this week. But, um, yeah, so my upset, um, this one, I will admit, may not be the strongest, but I can see it happening. Um, I can definitely see it happening. Um, Giants versus Rams. I think the Giants are just one of those teams where they're so infuriating because they seem so bad, but then they go out and beat the Saints. You know what I mean? And and Danny Dimes throws for 400 or or what have you. And the the Rams the past few weeks haven't really looked like they did to start the season. They Mm -hmm. looked really pedestrian against the Cardinals for what the Seahawks were dealing with. Stafford missed a lot of deep balls. He missed a lot of of stuff that he's usually money on. Um, Yeah, obviously the Seahawks lost that game. The Rams didn't really win. Yeah. 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 Um... And, hey, Kadarius Tony. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'll move to mine, but I think I would actually would have taken the same um, thing if um, Danny Dimes wasn't hurt. 
I don't know if oh, I trust Mike. Oh, I don't yeah, know Mike if I, I don't know if I trust Mike Glennon to beat the Rams. I did. I totally forgot. There about is that. there is reports coming out that Daniel Jones could play though. You know mm-hmm. what? Dude was dude was hobble, and there's no chance he was in another planet when after he got hit. Yeah, I, I don't think he will, but, but he, he could. <clears throat> um, my locks for this week are the Bucks over Philly, mm-hmm. which Jack just went over it. I think I'm pretty much in the same boat with all that. Then the Rams over the Giants, and I'm just gonna say that just because I don't, I'm not trusting Mike Glennon to tear apart Jalen Ramsey <laughs> and all that, and the lines beat up too, so. I don't know if they can contain Aaron Donald like that. I think it's just like, I think if everyone's there, I actually do agree. I think the Giants are kind of match up well with the Rams if everyone's there. But, um, so if everyone's injured, does that mean Jalen Ramsey covers Kadarius Tony? I don't know. <laughs> so, then it's I don't think Jalen Ramsey wants that. <laughs> <laughs> After last week, I don't think Jalen Ramsey wants. After that. last week, probably doesn't. Um, then my upset, I'm. I think this is more just me hoping. I don't know if I actually believe this, but I'm actually going to say I believe it. I'm gonna, the Lions are going to beat the Bengals because they're the greatest 0-5 team ever. They've hung with good teams. Maybe not great teams. I mean, they hung with the Ravens. They hung with um, the... They almost beat the... Who'd they, play, who'd they beat this week? Who? Or the, who'd they, they lose beat, to this week? Yeah, who'd they lose to this week? It was Lions-Bears. I mean, they hung with them. The Bears aren't that good, but... They've been so close so many times, and Dan Campbell has been a ballsy coach. He went for two. They had it in the bag. They barely dropped it, brought, dropped the game. They were beating the Packers at halftime. Yep, and D- Dan Campbell, after bawling his eyes out at the press conference, was amazing. That right there is what a first-year head coach in an 0-5 team. That's the difference between the Lions 0-5 and the Jags 0-5. If I'm a Lions fan, I'm kind of, no, nah, I'm not pumped, but like I'm happy, like, that whole team's in it. They all love it. He's crying for his players because he knows they want that win. Then you look at the Jags, and I was I was watching the press conference. Whatever Trevor Lawrence is saying is what a head coach would say and how a quarterback should sound. And then what Oscar, I always call him Oscar Meyer, Urban Meyer. Meyer. Oscar Meyer's the bacon. The Hollywood Brown scores the touchdown. Um, Urban Meyer, he said, why wouldn't we be desperate? We're 0-5. And then... Trevor Lawrence came out and said, we shouldn't be desperate because I know how this team can perform. That's what it should be said. Did you see that <laughs> Urban Meyer said that Trevor Lawrence didn't know how to QB sneak? Yeah. And then Trevor and Lawrence Trevor came Lawrence, out and said, what are like, you talking about? He was like, yeah, what? I, I know how to QB sneak. What, what, are you, what, what are you saying right now? And I don't know if this is fake because this kind of sounds too Football. good to be true. But at, at, the, at the Jaguars practice this week, when they were doing like the one, two, three Jaguars, instead, instead they did... One, two, three, grind. And oh, I think yeah. that might have been... I don't know if that I was saw true. That. So, see, someone could just put that on Twitter and I would have believed it. But if that is true... I saw that on Instagram. Then you're already done. You lost the locker room. You got. You get, I think you resigned at that point. If they're already... If yeah, they're so tooling with you like that... While we're talking about bad teams, I don't really know. I think... Um, so, the, the rookie head coaches... Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is that guy. And Lamar said, Jackson. No, what? Is They're calling it off. Come on. He it, just reached that ball over from like the five. How did he do that? Yeah. Lamar Jackson, despite this game, I still think he's in the MVP conversation. Just like. Oh my oh. God, he totally has it. He's no knee touched. Yeah, he, he just, has it. His elbow touched. Oh, I didn't even see. Oh, uh, wait, yeah. Yeah. Elbow uh, touched. Not, yeah. not even close, unfortunately. I didn't even see the elbow. But. While we're talking about these bad teams, I really think 
the the Joe Judge isn't a rookie head coach, um, but he is a bad head coach. Yeah. Um, Urban yep. Meyer is a bad head coach. He's bad. I really think, despite. I really think, despite um, the Jets being god-awful and the Lions being god-awful, I really don't hate Salah and Campbell as the future of those Oh, no. I like Salah. For coaches. I mean, Salah is dealing with one of the the hardest um, situations for a rookie head coach. You have a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're starting 11 rookies. Half your team on the field at any given time is first-year yeah. players. <clears throat> so... I really think if they give him a chance, like, I'm talking like a few years to really, mm-hmm. because Matt Rule, I think this is Matt Rule's second or second. third. Second, I think. Wait, as the pa- Matt Rule. And he turned the Panthers around pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they yeah. went from irrelevancy. Now they're, I don't think they're that good, but like, they're still, they're not bad. Yeah, I, I think like they're, they're definitely on their way. Once, yeah. Once they get Gilmore, if they had Gilmore and J.C. Horn, that defense is gross. And CMC. Oh, yeah. and, and, and Brian Burns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they're getting, um, Brian Burns is if they get Robbie Anderson. They just, need to fi- they just need to figure out the quarterback. Yeah, Donald's not, I, if you're, um, I'm, again, we're not, we are kind of <coughs> casuals, but like, if you look at fantasy, Darnold's ranked like whatever sixth as a quarterback ranking, or whatever. He's sense. awful. Yeah. He's he's looks better because the Jets his are, brain because the Panthers are better, but he's mushed. He's like his brain. You're gonna his, like, his brain is just melted. Um, like okay. he he was missed so much. So we're kind of with that gonna sort of wrap up, but we do have the Red Sox. In bottom of the ninth. The bottom of the ninth. So, with a man on second for the Red Sox, one out. This is on deck. Kike Hernandez. Big deal. This is a huge game. Um, well, if it, if this doesn't end the game here, we'll descend it so we don't drag it on because of this. But yeah, well, yeah, this is pretty good. Um, we'll give it. We'll give it a few more minutes. We'll give it a. We're at an hour nine right now. Yeah. Ooh, Travis Shaw to third. Looks like he's going to get him. Yeah, but he, he doesn't oh, get him. He's safe. Oh, There's safe. an error at first. Oh. And he will reach oh. on an error. Two men on. Oh, bottom no. of the night. <laughs> with one out. With Kike coming up. The runner from second actually advances to third. And the Red Sox have a chance to win it. With one out. And Kike Hernandez oh. coming up to bat. Come on. Huge pressure on Hernandez here. This is Pure Boston. This is a big spot. Oh my, look at that. Travis Shaw outruns it and is getting lucky with the error. That's why you keep running. That's why why you run it out. That was, I mean, he was... I was never really a baseball kid, but I knew that you just got to always run run it out. You run, run through, through first because you're yep. allowed to. Oh, that's going to be the race excuse next week. Well, why is Alex Cora pissed? Oh, I forgot we had it on mute. Alright, something's going on where Alex Cora is mad. We can't tell because it's muted for the podcast. It is, uh... Um... What are they calling him uh, out? He wasn't out. No, he wasn't no, out. No, no chance, but like... They got every um from every so, single stadium here right now. So who are some guys you might be uh, locking this week in fantasy? Oh yeah, we should talk about that. Um, <clears throat> I know what Ben's going to say. So I'm, gonna, I'm say going it. two for two with Mike Williams. Mike Williams. I thought you were gonna say the same people again with uh, with um, 
Brady also, and Mike Evans. We also should explain. Oh yeah, Brady and Mike Evans again. Oh, I've had a lot of people have um, question our locks. Our locks are not. You should start these people. We are locking these people to score at least their projected points in, like in PPR. Like last week, I locked Adams, and I had some people say, "Well, why wouldn't you start Adams?" I'm not saying you should start or not start Adams. I'm saying if you have him, you should feel pretty confident that he's going to get what he's projected. Same with Mike Williams. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you shouldn't bench Mike Williams. I mean, Mike Williams has been killing it for five weeks so far. Yep. And, like, you should just keep him in your lineup. I mean, even if you even if you have two receivers, you still have a flex spot. I mean, if you have a questionable flex, I feel like Mike Williams is that questionable flex that you should just keep starting. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm... Three guys, sorry. You go, you go, you go. Three guys I'm going to lock. Jonathan Taylor um, at home against Houston. Mm-hmm. I really like that matchup, especially what he's doing to the Ravens right now. Um, you know, it's unfortunate because I, I, do, I do pull for the Ravens a lot, but um, he's having a great game. I don't see why he wouldn't against Houston. Um, another one is CeeDee Lamb versus the Patriots. Um, him or Cooper... I really don't know who Bill's going to key in on. He might key in on Lamb and take him out of the game just because Cooper's hurt. Yeah. But um, I really think he might go Cooper anyways. And Lamb, Lamb is due to, to eat against them. Yeah. Um, so that, that was that three? Gonna say. No. Uh, oh, my third block, I'm going to go Aaron Jones versus Chicago. Um, he, lo- he loves to play the NFC North. Obviously, he's super uber-talented. Um, he wasn't involved in the receiving backfield a lot last game, so I, I think I think they will. Um, oh wait, Hernandez up, Devers on deck. Oh come if, on! If it's oh, a so single, if it's, it's second, single. third now. Yeah, I think that was his. That's with his gripe. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Let's see. Um, one one point <clears throat> ends it. To Boston to go. On. To the A. Oh the my God! It is Cam Cam Landers. God! Yeah. No! Oh, no, no, no! Oh, he's going home. He's going home though. And he is saved. That's the game. Let's go. The Boston Red Sox are moving yes. on to the ALCS and punch their ticket. Hernandez no. saves the game with the sacrifice fly. After they wow. Said, after oh. they said the Red Sox were going to win 80 games, they had no chance, and that they messed up the deadline. <laughs> COVID ripped through the clubhouse, and guess what? Tampa bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> fuck the Bucks. fuck the Lightning, fuck the Rays, fuck their soccer team if they have to, <laughs> fuck the city, we'll see you next year. <laughs> Your we team lost sucks. all Florida viewers. <laughs> oh my god. We just lost all four. Let's <laughs> fucking go. The Red Sox are ALCS bound, and the Tampa Bay Rays, after all that, are going to go home salty as fuck. <laughs> Let's go. I honestly think we got to end that. Yeah, you can't You can't pass that, can you? What? Yeah, you got to. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, we can't even. Later, pussies. <laughs> <laughs>